The Boiler Breakdown Podcast is sponsored by Shroff Landscaping. Shroff Landscaping has been in business for over 50 years and can handle all of your landscaping needs, including landscape design, maintenance, irrigation, hardscaping, fall cleanup, and they are licensed lawn applicators. Contact Mitch Melton today for all of your landscaping needs at 317-694-9763. Shroff Landscaping, design with you in mind. This is Carson Edwards from the Boston Celtics, and you're listening to the Boiler Breakdown Podcast, hosted by Tanner Lee, Evan Webb, and Andrew Eiler. They have to win there. Tanner understands. Trying to save it, jump ball here, and kept in place by Edwards. What a great the numbers! They got numbers. Edwards steps it in. Oh! The Warriors gonna walk out, baby. They're walking out, no fool. Carson Edwards. It is Sunday, March 1st, 2020. Yes, this is March, as John Rothstein would say. Um, And by the title of this podcast, it's been 1,502 days since Indiana has beaten Purdue in basketball. You got to go back to February 20th, 2016. Can we get the streaming bar, the (laughs) rolling bar? Yes. I'm gonna have to make one for that, but I I can roll this one. That has won ten of the last eleven against Indiana, including seven in a row. Pretty sweet. (laughs) Very ugly game. Yeah, the other night, both both ways. Yeah, but uh, it's always a beautiful thing to beat Indiana. So uh, a win is a win. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, And we knew it was gonna be a physical game going into it. Yeah. So, but my my prediction, I was thinking in my head, like, okay, for Purdue to Purdue's offense has been bad. I was like, okay, they need Sasha to hit like three threes. Purdue only had two threes the entire game. Yes, and and led pretty much the last like thirty minutes. I don't know. I think once they took the lead in the first half, I don't yeah. think they ever got down. But yeah, both teams shot the ball terribly. Uh, Purdue shot a little better, of course, getting the ball down low, especially in the second half to Travion. But I don't remember Purdue ever shooting a worse three-point percentage at home than that. <laughs> but I never heard any statistics saying that like that was the worst for anything. So there was probably a game where they shot very few and didn't make any or made one yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't know. Two of 17 is pretty bad. I don't remember anything that bad. And they were getting good looks. Especially in the early in the second half, where I thought Purdue could really bury IU, they were getting good looks and uh, just couldn't get anything to fall. Well, they're in the, even at the start of the second half when Purdue pushed it to sixteen or something like that. They missed so like three or four wide open threes. Like mm-hmm. Sasha had like two or three good looks. That I mean, neither team was scoring, but then that was why Purdue was able to get it to sixteen. But they could have put it to like thirty because exactly. I, I IU started like went like. 0 for 10 or something to start the half. I mean, I think they, they ran a graphic that the teams combined were like 3 of 19 to start the second half or something. Yeah. Well, I'm talking with the guy next to me, and it was 36 to 25, I think, or something, 36 to 20. And he's like, when's the last time uh, IU scored? 
And I was like, it's a great question. I don't know. And like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure at one point the score was 25 to 20. And then well, halftime half was 29 to 20. Right. So I didn't at 20 at halftime. Yeah. Yeah, and the last uh, two minutes, really, in the first half kind of switched the game to Purdue's favor, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eric Hunter oh, that, before oh, half. How in freaking half, awesome. Uh, no gel. Just how was that? Durham? Who was yep, it? Durham. Yeah. Hounding him, and he lost it, and uh, that was awesome. I thought Hunter Great. was going up to lay it in. I thought it was going to get blocked, and then he turned yeah, around and just landed. Sure going to get blocked. 117 yeah. decibel meter, which is the third loudest in Mackey mm-hmm. since 2010. So, quite a moment. And Hunter yeah. had a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, 17 points. 17 points. He played 39 and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Almost played the whole game. And he was not recruited, or at least not offered by Indiana. Came down to Butler and Purdue. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, and he was due for a good game. He had been really struggling. Really, as of late during Purdue since the last IU game. Yeah, yeah pretty much. During the four-game losing streak, he was struggling. Seven boards. Did not realize Her that. high. Yep. And Travion led the team with 19 points. Uh, a lot of those coming in the second half. He uh, had his way with Trace Jackson Davis. He had a couple just ridiculous moves at like a 300. I don't know how. He's not 300 pounds, but he looks like he's 300 pounds. Like, like he had like a cross – <laughs> that Moody good, said about the TV speaker on the dunk. I believe it. It uh, was loud in person. Yeah, I'm loud. sure it was really loud in uh, on TV. Yeah. Um, Trevion had a couple moves that I was just like, how does a six foot ten, three hundred pound guy do that? Like, <laughs> like a little like spin reverse under the, and then he does like a uh, another one off the sideline where the guy was stepping, where he somehow tiptoed around him, going like out of bounds but not stepping. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, for a guy who misses a lot of like point blank looks. He can then do that. He like, finish, yeah. a spectacular move and finish. It's like, wow. Yeah, he's, he's pretty athletic. Yeah, pretty insane. But, um, yeah, I thought, I mean, nobody really got going for IU. You know, Devontae Green's always the one that makes me nervous. He was mm-hmm. shot three for 12. Trace Jackson Davis only had six points. So, in the last two years, IU's had two McDonald's All-Americans play against Purdue. They combined uh, with a combined record of 0-4. In both their games at Mackey, they combined for 10 points. Romy had four last year, and Trace had six. And four of Trace's points this year were in garbage time. <clears throat> yep. He had a dunk early on, and that was really about it. We, Yeah, I don't even remember him, like, I don't even remember him, like, playing, like, the first, like, 15 minutes of the second half. Like, I don't they remember, didn't like, play him much in the second half. Him and Robert, yeah. uh, I felt like, were benched for a while. And uh, I, I thought Trace's body language looked a little off. It looked like he didn't. Didn't want to be there. I think Purdue's crowd and Purdue in general took him out of the game early, and uh, he kind of quit. Uh, he looked like he was jogging up the floor a lot. And we were double teaming him, which I was mm-hmm. was not truly expect. I wouldn't mad. We we always double the post, but I mean we doubled early, and they actually got some offense out of it, which was making me really nervous. Like man, if we keep doing that, this is gonna be could be a long game for us, especially because we weren't coming out firing like I was hoping we would. But uh. Yeah, all of a sudden we we just got into a defensive rhythm and just completely took him out of the game and you know made everybody else beat us and they couldn't do that. Yeah, and uh, you know I think I was talking I think it was with my dad or if not somebody the other day. This IU team doesn't really have anybody that really scares you. Like I said, Devonte Green can, mm-hmm. but if he's off, then when Trace Jackson can't shoot, he can't shoot a lick. Um, no. They got yeah. a few guys here and there, but there's a reason they're the worst three point shooting team in the conference. Mm-hmm. 
And, and they don't really have any. can sometimes get going. And mm-hmm. yeah, like Armand Franklin, but again, those guys really don't take a ton of threes. It's not like, you know, like, you know, like something like What's... Carson Madu or even Sasha does or anything like that. But it's, yeah, you, have, you have green. What? What does Finnessy shoot from three? Is he? I would assume probably in the 30s and probably low 30s. Um, <clears throat> he just doesn't know. shoot a lot. He went one for six. He took six threes against Purdue. Hmm. Didn't realize that. But he went, th- he went three for eleven. <laughs> he, he's he's the best at he. The best part of his game is finishing tough shots, like today against mm-hmm. Illinois. He was finishing some crazy layups. That's what he's good at. Yeah, but that is a big physical guard. Yep. But uh, yeah, and this IU team's weird because they don't really have one guy that's real real hateable. I feel like I mean, Fantasy got the loudest boo ovation during the starting lineup introductions, but that's because he's from Lafayette. Right, this uh, this team may not have someone, but Archie makes it pretty easy to. Oh, dislike he's a clown, him. man. He, yeah. he was acting worse live than I ever saw Cream in all his games against Purdue live. He, Cream was just weird. Archie's just. I think uh, he's feeling the pressure because every game he's been at, he's been doing something. Um, yeah, he little Archie. <laughs> Great Twitter account, by the way. It if you is, don't follow yeah. little Archie on Twitter. And you, you like some humor? I, I recommend doing that. I don't know who runs it, but they do a great job. Yeah, so, I, I like the I like the pinned, the pinned post at the top of the account. It's last year there in the time change. It says, "Don't forget to turn your clocks back to 1987." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So yeah, he was. Uh, there's, I mean, obviously, there was that clip that went viral on Twitter of him and his assistant getting into it on the sideline. Which oh yeah, I've had some people. Some people say it's you know a great you know it's great for coaches to do that. I've heard other people say that's keep it in the coach's office, don't let it spew out onto the court, sort of thing. But yeah, whatever. Yep, a tough tough week for the Hoosiers. They lost by one point today over in Champaign. It looked like they were going to get Illinois for a while. They just weren't going away, but uh, they lost. And I think for their sake, they need a they need to win one more. I think to lock their spot in the tourney. They have Minnesota and Wisconsin at home yeah, in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, whereas Purdue travels to Iowa Tuesday night, 9 o'clock, and then hosts Rutgers on Saturday. I believe that game's at 2 o'clock, one, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Uh, Purdue, of course, needs both. And then probably, yeah. I would say, a game in the Big Ten tournament. I think if 18, I think if they can get to 18, that's the magic number, I think. Do you think if, okay, so if we win both, I'm not sure if this is even possible, but if we somehow win both but end up, on the Wednesday's time slot, just for whatever reason, do you think we have to win two then? Because we'll have to beat like a crappy Northwestern. I, I think two, would, I think two would um, solidify it, but I, I think one would still be enough. So you think like beating like a Northwestern or Nebraska would, would get us in? I, I think so. I, because I, I think like Dockage was talking about it, which or, or Lavin, maybe it was Lavin during the IU game. Lavin. Proceeding. Yeah. yeah I don't remember which, which game it was. <laughs> Great guy. Um, <laughs> Uh, I don't remember he was talking about. I think he said like pretty basically. Okay, so Purdue wins out, even somehow ended as like the 11 seed, which I don't know if that's possible. They'd be 10 and 10, and mm-hmm. he said okay, 500, 500 and Big Ten is like that's good enough. Like that's going to be here. yes, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's I, uh, actually, I, I don't, don't know. know if we would because I, I saw thing on Twitter. I think I think you guys if we if if we win at least one and IU loses at least one. Purdue will not play on Wednesday because we have the tiebreaker with them and they would play. On yeah. Them. It would be weird if like 
somehow they make the tournament and they played on Wednesday and we don't. Uh, yeah, that's, is that yeah. A, wild? Yeah, is that assuming is that assuming Minnesota lost tonight? I just I just saw something that said if if Purdue wins at least one of the remaining two games and I loses at least one of the two remaining games, hmm. um, we will not play on Wednesday because we'll have time yeah. by you. Yeah, uh, I'm just looking game. at it. I'm just looking at if Minnesota were to go three and zero in their last three and get to ten, and Purdue splits, then Minnesota would leapfrog both Purdue and IU, and then mm. Purdue would be eleven, IU would be twelve. Mm. But mm. I think I think Minnesota lost or is losing. They're losing right now. Or last I checked, they were losing to Wisconsin. I'm, I have the standings right in front of me, Webby. Okay, but but no, yes, if Minnesota's up one with three forty-six oh left, sixty to fifty-nine at Wisconsin. Yeah, so they're but if they win, they go eight and ten. But Purdue has a tiebreaker over them as well. But if they win their last two, I have no idea who they play. IU is one of them. Minnesota goes at IU, and then they host. Yeah, I, I got it. Okay. Yeah, but the Big Ten. I mean, it's gonna be a headache, headache all the way till the end. So that Rutgers game that five months ago looked like a like oh great way to end the season. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. No, and, and Rutgers needs it. I mean, they, they yeah. play uh, Maryland. They host Maryland and at Purdue, and they're falling. They're free-falling right yeah, now. And, falling hard. and I think if they lose both and then lose the first game of the Big Ten tournament, which would be on a Wednesday for them, I think they're out if that happens, which is crazy. Be ridiculous. Yep. But, yeah, this Big Ten season, it's, like I say every week, good luck figuring it out because it's just impossible. <laughs> um, it's been an unbelievable year. I mean, heck! Now Maryland's trying their hardest to lose the conference. There's, there's so a I'm way that so mad if this Big Ten season goes the way it goes, and Michigan State still ends up winning the freaking thing, just because well, like if this is the year for something random to happen, that, like a Penn State or something, or like a Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin, like Wisconsin can. Wisconsin got tiebreaker over Michigan State. Yeah, oh. or something like an Illinois winning it after you know the their struggles. But uh. if Michigan State wins it, I'm going to be pissed with like seven losses they're starting to hit their strike too yeah it's it's what they do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah but um what do you guys think about purdue's game tuesday night oh god iowa doesn't have many seniors but no it could be luke garza's last home game potentially yeah i mean i'm really not worried about defense just because it's gonna kind of be what we've seen, Luke Garza is probably going to get his like he did at Mac. It's just a matter of just not letting the other guys score. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got a great offense. Mm-hmm. They don't know what defense is. So if we're not hitting, it won't matter. Correct. <laughs> so Correct. I think it's just, I mean, which worries you because is the way we play on the road. But hopefully yep. we have a, you know, an app. Indiana type performance where we just get contributions from everybody. Not looking for anybody to, you know, to go for 25 and 15, but if everybody can do a little bit, I'd like our shot. We need to have a performance like we did um, back in 2011, 2012 team. Robbie Hummels, uh, Lewis Jackson, Ryan Smith. They had won one road game all year, and then they went up to Michigan, who had not lost a home game all year, and beat them. And that kind of got them in the tournament because we were right on the bubble. So we ended up getting in as a 10 seed. Right. Beating St. Mary's, then, of course, losing the heartbreaker to Kansas. But um, we need a performance like that. Just go up there and kind of shock them. Maybe maybe it's a get right game for Purdue's offense. It's been just because Iowa's defense is notoriously bad. Uh, maybe yeah, maybe it's kind of what, what Purdue needs to get rolling into the into March. Could Purdue get off just a blazing hot start the first ten minutes on the road one? Yes, yes. 
we've been waiting on it all year and it hasn't happened. Um, but that, that game definitely got me nervous. Uh, I'm actually confident about the Rutgers game. Probably more confident than I should be. I'm not confident. The way they've been playing. I, I don't know. I think after I think that four game skid after the first time Purdue beat IU, I and I, I don't know who they lost to right after. Is that Penn State, Penn State or yep. yeah? I think that Penn State game was like the first game I was confident in mm-hmm. since like December first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, then I, I, I'm like never again yeah. with this team. Like never again. Understandable. Understandable. And Penn State hadn't shot near that good since that game, which is frustrating. But is what it is. It's basketball. Yep. Quite by the game. So, well, let's look at the Big Ten docket for the week. Uh, do you have, you have it up, Andrew? Still, or I do. Okay, I do. You want is yeah. uh, there's nothing Monday. No. Nope. So uh, Tuesday we talked about Purdue at IU. You, or sorry, Iowa. Purdue at Iowa. Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm taking Iowa. Unfortunately, I I probably would have picked Iowa. Like I think we talked about this like a month ago. Like oh that I at Iowa game yeah. scares mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Um, Maryland goes to Rutgers Tuesday night. That's going to be a good game. The ESPN predictor has the yeah. The ESPN predictor has Maryland as a fifty point four percent favorite. That's about as close as it gets. Yeah. Um, that's the home. That's the home court advantage, probably that point four percent. But I mean, Rutgers is not. Rutgers is the home team, and they're yeah. The, oh, the, sorry, you said Maryland. I'm yeah, Maryland. I'm sorry, yeah. Sleep deprived. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I will take uh, Maryland in a very close game. I'm taking yeah. at the rack. I I think I think I want Maryland just because I don't I don't know. I kind of want to see Rutgers collapse mm-hmm. and Rutgers miss the tournament. And Turgeon find something else to complain about. He's an awful coach. And I know that's <laughs> funny because his team's winning the conference, but he's a great recruiter, but I just don't think he's a good in-game coach at all. And he and he whines. Like you said, he complains about everything. He tired of them. Uh was it the Minnesota where they lost? He was talking about like oh, I'm just trying <laughs> to Oh yeah. Oh wine. Wine. Yeah, so nine o'clock like midweek. What it, what yeah, do you call it? Yeah. yeah, it's like we've got to travel. And then I saw some tweet. I don't know if you guys sent it. Someone tweeted it was like, oh, if they wanted a better schedule, maybe they should have stayed in like the ACC. Or or I think it's like they, they should look into joining the ACC if they. Yeah, replacing with Notre Dame. If he, yeah, if he didn't yeah. want to play Tuesday night games in the Midwest. Yeah. Uh, also Tuesday night, Michigan State at Penn State. That is gonna be a good one. Seven o'clock ESPN. And that, and that's uh, Penn State senior night, right? Again, you've got Michigan State, the road team, ESPN matchup predictor, fifty point one percent favorite for Michigan State. Yeah, yeah, Michigan State coming off a big road win yesterday at Maryland, mm-hmm. but they're going to Happy Valley, which actually has fans show up this year. Mm-hmm. Stephen yeah. Watkins senior day. They've been huge <laughs> of that program. Thank God, get them out of here. I'm thinking, I'm taking Penn State. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Penn State. State. I like Penn State. Like I, yeah. But you know, if they didn't um, come back against whoever it was, uh, Ruck, Rutgers, when they were killing them, and then Rutgers came back, and then since they hit that shot, they'd be in a free fall yep. right now because they did not look good against Iowa yesterday. It's so. weird. You've got Penn State, who's fifth in the conference, ranked 16th in the nation, and the team, the two teams ahead of them, are unranked: Illinois and Wisconsin. It's weird because you got number one team in the conference, Maryland ranked number nine right now. Number two is Michigan State, 24th. Unranked Wisconsin, unranked Illinois, 16 Penn State, 18 Iowa, 23 Ohio State, 19 Michigan. And then same exact record, unranked Rutgers (laughs) and unranked Purdue. And to give an update, Minnesota's up 64-62 with two minutes and 41 seconds left. 
Interesting. Mm. Good one. I feel yeah. like Wisconsin does that a lot, though. They get the lead, they get home, and then let the team right back in it. But then they yeah. find a way to pull it off. And Minnesota's used to blowing double-digit leads at home, but this time they're on the road and fighting back. So uh, what yeah. what games are Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. Oh, you got it? Go yeah, for it, Webby. Uh, Wednesday, <clears throat> 7 o'clock Eastern, Big Ten Network. You have Minnesota at Indiana. IU, unfortunately. I'm, I'm – I... Yeah. J-Man. Good, good friend Josh Munt, the J-Man, is watching. He's happy with his Illini beating the Hoosiers by a point today, I'm sure. Really was I'm with you, point Andrew. Point. Unfortunately, I got IU beating Minnesota. That's what they need I, to the tournament. Yeah, at home, and I don't I don't think Minnesota's really good. If they cool off this game, maybe it gives them some boost yeah. of confidence. And, and they'll want revenge because Indiana beat them last week. But – I would be. I would love. I would love for IU to lose out and be like the last first team out or something like that. But I don't know. Did you pick that game, Webby? Oh, sorry. I'm taking Indiana. I don't see them losing this one. I don't know. I I didn't see that game the first one against them, so I don't know how Otuuru matched up with their bigs. Otuuru couldn't make anything around the rim that game. Oh, and Trace had his career game. Oh yeah, okay, okay, so, yep, 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 yep. What what else is on? We also have uh, Wednesday at nine o'clock, the powerhouse Northwestern Wildcats at Wisconsin. Wisconsin, easy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't know Northwestern though. Huge win against <laughs> Nebraska today. Yeah, when Nebraska shoots eight for thirty <laughs> from the free throw line, the worst in the last decade for any team that shot thirty free throws in a game. The worst. Eight Chris Collins. What is Chris Collins like on the hot seat? No, no. I don't no think way. so because for one, they look at him like a god because he's the only coach that ever got in a tournament, and two, this is a very young team, so I think that's giving next year more, more pressure next year. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. If they go win eight games again next then year, maybe. Yeah. That's it for Wednesday. And then on Thursday, you've got uh, the other powerhouse, Nebraska, at Michigan, 630 Fox Sports 1. Early game on Thursday. Michigan at Nebraska, you said? Nebraska at Michigan. Oh, Nebraska at Michigan. That's right there. I played. Michigan, big. Yeah, yeah give me Michigan. Yeah. And then uh, since the J-Man's watching, we've got 7 o'clock Thursday ESPN, Illinois fighting Illini at number 23-ranked Ohio State Buckeyes. Give me the Buckeyes. Yeah. They're yeah. on the road right now. Chris Chris Holtman Ooh. is – yeah, Not so fast, my friend. Not so here. fast. I'm going to go with Illinois. They've got uh, – I like this Illinois team. Oh, yeah. I mean, they got I a great guard. They got scoring guard and they got a dominant big man, but – Ohio State's tough at home, even though that environment is terrible. Discount furniture arena. Yeah, great, very nice venue, but it's terrible atmosphere-wise. <laughs> but I'll take Ohio State. Same. I can't. I can't pick. Well, I can't pick Illinois twice. Especially because we know Josh is online. If, yeah, if... yeah. Now he's sucking up to Evan. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I probably picked Ohio State just because I knew Josh was watching. Yeah, throwing the red hat you're wearing. That's just exactly. I'm just. <laughs> Yeah, but see, Evan's on my good side because he picked me to beat Josh in the one-on-one game. You did not, Andrews. So I, I did not. Josh, Josh had a, a better – uh, To referee the game. 
Yes. Wow. Josh had a better argument, I thought. So you should go watch. Go check out. I got, go I got check a, out that argument. I got a counter else. argument on tomorrow's show. So okay. Coming back at him. I'm picking uh, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, let's go for it. So Saturday, we'll skip our game first. We'll talk to the other two. Uh, so Saturday at noon, no TV for this one yet. You've got the Wisconsin Badgers visiting the Indiana Hoosiers. I, I think Wisconsin I won badly. Just because I want to. <laughs> I know. Say, I think IU is going to win out at home. They're going to ruin Deron Davis and Devontae Green Day. Isn't that the only two teams I have? Yeah. Uh, and Demisi Anderson, so he'll probably leave. Yeah, what the heck? He doesn't play. That? He doesn't play. I realized that the Purdue game, I was like, he didn't touch the court. I think they stopped playing him like midway through January. He, I, was he like comparable like Jacob Lawson or is a good athlete and just no well, basketball he, he skill? Was, he was, like, was he a shooter? Wow. Okay, I didn't know that much. I just was a good athlete. That's about all I remember if one Purdue recruited him. I didn't know Again. anything about him. So he was a heavy, pretty lean for a while. I think he had a lot of pro IU people in his corner. IU never gets people from up in the South Bend area. That was weird. Yeah, they might get I mean, just, Wesley, just weird. Mm-hmm. Trace Trace isn't leaving early, right? He said after the first Purdue loss that he was coming back next year. He'll go. I mean, through, he'll, he'll, he should yeah. go through at least the the draft stuff, and maybe they convince him to. I'll tell you, it's, it's, a, it's a weak a sh- class. It's a weak class. He's not a shooter though, exactly. and then you gonna have to have a. Jumper. I don't know if he can stick around the league the way yeah. he's. Yeah, it's a weak class though. So I, I think Illinois loses. I, I think I think Iowa will jump. I'd be really surprised if he didn't. Um, and then Ooh. Kofi Iowa, the sumo for Iowa. Oh, Iowa. Jump. I Iowa. I was like, why is Iowa jumping? I, I don't know about I don't know about Kofi. I'm back and forth if he'll jump or not because he he's the type of big man that's not really around the NBA anymore. It's so. like Haas, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But then, yeah, yeah, he's a little different than us. Yeah, yeah, he's different. Yes, you were talking about Iowa. I mean, they could be potentially like top five ranked in the nation next year. Everybody back next year, and they get Bohannon back next year. Yeah, that's the big part. Yeah, that could maybe be a reason for Garza to stay. I don't know. I mean, Uh, another guy. I don't know if he'll he could last in the NBA. There's a lot of good Big Ten players that cannot translate to the NBA. Yeah, honestly, don't care. (laughs) <laughs> do, do you guys think Purdue has a current guy on the roster that will make the NBA right now? No. I don't either. Yeah. Beginning of the year, I would have said Harms, but he just yeah, hasn't I shown. I mean, it could be. I injury. thought you were going to say Wheeler, Webby. <laughs> eh, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, Evan, but the other day, I was just like, you got to get him out of the game. Yeah, he, yeah, he was not. His, <laughs> oh. Just from my angle, when he shot it, I was like, oh, God, that is not even going to be close. I was watching him at halftime. He was taking jumpers he wouldn't mm. even take in a game, and he was, like, shooting them, like, one foot in the air and stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, shoot jumpers you're going to be taking. If, I hope if he you. doesn't transfer. Do you guys think anybody's going to – I mean, we're getting off topic here, but who cares. Um, do you guys think anybody's going to transfer? You don't know. I don't. I feel like maybe he, he – him, but he's already set out of here. I don't think I he will. Don't want to sit out if anybody, I think it would be Duona. Yeah, he'd have to sit another year too, though. Exactly. But yeah, I, I feel like, I mean, yeah, I feel like no one, everyone's talking about, you know, attrition. I'm like, I don't think, I don't see anybody leaving. I'd be really uh, sad if someone left. No, I'd because really like this team. Um, obviously, it's been a struggle this year, but um, I think if, uh, especially if we miss the tournament, a year of being, you know, an offseason, being pissed off and realize you're not truly invincible like you were when you had Carson Edwards, Ryan Klein, and Grady Eifert behind you. 
or I guess I'm really in front of you, um, that hopefully it kind of kicks their butt in the high gear and maybe get someone like mm-hmm. Ivy and Morton if their work ethic is a little bit better and seeing them work as freshmen. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that'll be, I think that'll be good. It's what it sounds like that they're, yeah, they gym rats. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Ivy, Ivy coaches, coach, coach's son. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of speculation about no gel. Um, just I don't get that. Like, I don't, because there's been two things and I, and I don't, I'm not falling into either of them, but he came out with like his own highlight video on YouTube, which was kind of weird. Um, of like all his highlights this year, which I don't, I don't know, whatever. And then he wore a Western Michigan T-shirt after we lost to. Uh, if, he's if, got someone. He knows someone who goes. If he transfers, if he transferred to Western well, Michigan, and, I, and I'm not, but I, and I know he has a connection there. But why put that on right after the game? Probably one of the things I saw the same thing too, especially because it was an Adidas shirt, and I was like, man, he's lucky. Like Nike doesn't get. I bet he got talking to about that. Probably. Don't probably something he probably had on privately had on in his locker, and they said, "Hey, you need to go talk yeah. to the press." And he just threw it on; wasn't even thinking. Um, yeah, but I'm surprised someone didn't grab him. And right, the, like someone like Foreman who probably saw it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> or some the coach and like I don't know, but they probably were. What game was that? Uh, Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. Yep. Okay, so frustrated after a loss, probably. Yeah, yep. uh, nobody's paying attention, and yeah. But yeah, I don't think we have a NBA player. And I no, I would say no. Joe would be the only one if he just radically transformed his jump shot in yeah. the next six months. Yeah, at one time I thought maybe Trey, but I know he's got two more years left, and he's a good player. But I think he's just a good college player. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's it's hard and to like, think when like when like you see like Vince or like Biggie who are exactly. struggling so much. Carson, I mean, struggling. To do anything to to stay in the NBA, I mean, Biggie's playing a little bit now, like ten minutes a game. Yeah, yeah. Like. that's probably will be the peak of his career going forward. I don't see him getting more than that. So. Yeah. Unless you, you have to have someone like someone like a Wheeler who's just super athletic, and but if he can develop that jump shot where he's consistent with it, then that's yeah. the only shot. And that's got. and that's why I say no gel because he's like long, he's strong, very right. physical, can get to the rim pretty much whenever. <laughs> just has no jump shot, but. Maybe maybe next year's the year. It's apparently been working on. I mean, like you saw all those videos we in the offseason. I was gonna say we saw all those videos in the offseason. Yeah, but see, maybe it just takes him a little more time. I don't know. He's more confidence. I confidence like in it. Outlook. I yeah. Uh yeah, we got one more game. <laughs> Penn State at Northwestern on Saturday. Or sorry, okay. yeah, Saturday. Penn State. Yeah. yeah. And then there's four games on Sunday. This is a good one. At noon on Fox, you got Michigan at Maryland. Give me Maryland. Yeah, Maryland. Then at one o'clock on BTN, you've got Nebraska at Minnesota. 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 Yeah. Another big one, CBS four thirty. You've got Ohio State at Michigan State. They're not losing on Winston Senior Day. No. Ohio State or Michigan State. Then you've got the rivalry game. I mean, the J Man's eyes. You got Iowa visiting Illinois. Huge. Huge. Will will there be a fight this game? Because you remember, it got heated at the end of the game. Yeah, huge Fran. Huge Fran fan that day, I think. (laughs) Big Fran. Always been. Seven o'clock game on BTN. Is the last regular season game of the Big Ten. Yes. I will take Illinois home. I'm taking Illinois, yeah. Give me Iowa. 
I doubt Josh is still watching it, so it's yeah. pop up here any second now. But uh, then our game, Rutgers Saturday, right? <laughs> Give the boilers on uh, Drew, Keenan Mackey, Thomas, Tommy Loose, and uh, Jihad Proctor. Day. What you thinking about, Andrew? I don't want to pick Purdue, but I don't want to pick Rutgers either. I don't know. I'll pick Purdue because yeah, after senior day, and Purdue really needs it. But yeah. if I, but if they lose if they lose on Tuesday, does this game matter at all for Purdue? I mean, still want to send your seniors out. Yeah, with yeah but I mean for the NCAA tournament, I meant yeah. Oh, if they lose, well, if, then they if they lose to Iowa, which we all predicted that would happen, I didn't give a prediction to be honest. Oh. I'm gonna pick Purdue oh, just because. All right, I hope you're right. <laughs> um, if they if they lose the Iowa and beat Rutgers, I think they have to at least win two Big Ten games. Yes, at least tournament games. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And if so, it, well, you think that they, you think that means getting to Saturday. what? Sorry, say that again. If one of them's Wednesday. In that case, yeah, then they might have to get cleared on Saturday. Yep. And this team, which some of the some of the uh, and this team plays so well in Baker's life. Yeah, which some of those, some of the past I was seeing though, I mean, depending on again how it falls, not too bad. I mean, I mean, it, just because of the, the league has been this year, it's like anybody can beat anybody. As long as I don't want to play Illinois, and yeah, I, and that's what ticks me off about Illinois. They play everybody close except Purdue. They just kill them. Yep, it's a matchups, I guess. Matchup, yeah. Except so to be a team three times. Do you, I was gonna say, do you want to play IU again? If, no, if somehow, per, yeah, exactly. Well, I wouldn't want to play yeah, IU in tournament. I think that's like the only way. Okay. I didn't know if there was like a – yeah. But Wait, how is that? How would you say Tanner? I think the only way IU and Purdue can match up, if, if things kind of go where I think I think would be a championship game. Oh, okay. And I they, saw one instance where it could be like a semifinal game. Okay. But still, like it'd have to be – the only way it would be is like an 8-9 matchup, and that's not happening with these two teams. It blows my mind that they've only met once in the Big Ten tournament. That was the first one ever in 98. That is just crazy to me because yeah. – got a couple chances. Point two. The teams fall apart. Um, yeah. Oh, Wisconsin. Sorry, guys. Update: Wisconsin's up sixty-nine, sixty-eight with ten seconds left. Nice. I have no idea. I just pulled up the. Keep me informed. The box. The box score. I just need them to win. It's not. <laughs> but I just need them to win. You degenerate. <laughs> um, but oh uh, seven oh eight. I remember Purdue was the two seed playing a bad Illinois team. But Illinois beat them in overtime, and then the game afterwards was the Blake Hoffarber game against mm-hmm. the Dockage led Indiana team because it looked like I mean tickets were going nuts after the Purdue lost to Illinois. IU fans were buying them for big money because they thought they were in, and then it was like a terribly attended semifinal between Illinois and Minnesota. I think our friend Connor Thompson was supposed to go to that game, and he was right. looking forward to seeing Purdue and IU yep. play, and he saw Purdue. Illinois versus. They only Minnesota. played once that year, mm-hmm. and it was in yeah. the Assembly Hall. Mm-hmm. And then a few years ago in New York, uh, Purdue had the double bye, and they were waiting, awaiting the r- winner of Rutgers and Indiana. Indiana was up big on Rutgers to begin the game, and Rutgers caught them and beat them. Yep. So I was there for that one. You were at that game, right? That, yep. Yeah. That was the Purdue-Rutgers oh. game that Friday night. It was one of the best games I've seen live. Because mm-hmm. if it wasn't for the Edwards boys, Purdue was in trouble because Vince yeah. and Carson were awesome. <laughs> but Sanders and Geo Baker couldn't miss. Yeah. For Rutgers and the whole crowd was for Rutgers and it was loud. That was their, that was their third game, wasn't it? They played mm-hmm. Wednesday night. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, just update. Wisconsin is up 70 to 68, 11.7 shooting one free throw, I think. Yeah. Okay. 71 up by three with 11 seconds Foul. to go. Minnesota's got the ball. No three. We, we need Wisconsin to win, really. We yeah. do it. So just to seal. Just oh. oh they, okay. Fouled. They fouled with six seconds. All right. You can't. Yeah. Six seconds. Yeah, this Big Ten season just been wild. No, we never yeah. predicted it. College basketball season has been a little wild. Yeah. Big East, ain't, you can speak on it more, but it, I feel like it, the Big it, East is pretty crazy too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. My dark uh, for the Final Four got waxed uh, today. Creighton's my dark horse for the Final Four, and Saint John by twenty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Minnesota missed the first free throw. Is Butler yeah. gonna make tournament, Andrew? They got twenty wins. They're in. Yeah, they're in. They'll be like a they, seven seed probably. They they they're limping in, but uh, man, the entire Wisconsin team is just losing it, like trying to pump up the crowd. I have no idea why. <laughs> like they're just like, no, I have no idea. No, I missed them both. And wow, that was risky. Uh, Minnesota missed a missed the layup as well, and then a great audio medium. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what just happened. I they might have called a foul on. Yeah, bricks the layup after two. Who'd they call the foul on? I've got it muted. I think they call the foul on Wisconsin. Hmm. Yep, foul on Micah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he got he got lucky because he about made. He looks like he got fouled on the layup, and he about made it, and it would have been an and one. So yeah, I think he's I'm not watching it. Yeah. Well, there's only there's four seconds left. Minnesota's down two. So I guess I guess I have two questions for you guys. One's more of a national. Landscape question. One's a Big Ten, so I'll go with the Big Ten one first. What team in the Big Ten do you think has the best chance to make a deep run in March, if any? I mean, is the Big Ten a great conference to where once they play teams outside the Big Ten, there could be multiple teams that make runs, or is it just an average conference where everybody's I, average and they're going to get in? Nobody's going to make a big run. But who, who's one team? I guess do you think could make a run? I, I'd, I'd say Mich- Michigan you, State or Illinois. Illinois would give out a, yeah, yeah. State of Illinois, just because Illinois got the guard. Um, and I would assume who's just, I mean, he's got that killer instinct that's just been crazy. Um, then you've got a, a dominant big man, even you got two big men, really. Um, and then you've got some nice, uh, pieces around him. And if, if Frazier gets hot, you know, he's kind of getting like a, like, like one of the, you know, a green type player for Indiana where if he gets hot, it's, it's pretty saw it's over. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Robbie Humble did pick, he picked Illinois to have the best chance to win the national title. I, I would agree just because the yeah the, the good the high scoring guards plus you can have the dominant big guy but I I kind of think the Big Ten is average. Wisconsin. Yeah. So no love for Penn State or Iowa or Maryland. I don't believe in Fran. I don't believe in Turgeon and Penn State. I feel like they won't know what to do when they get there. You <laughs> Illinois. Yeah, true. But Underwood, <laughs> Underwoods at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Chambers, Chambers have been there once, I think. Yeah. Like, but yeah, Ohio State. They, I don't think they can really make a run. Now, mm-hmm. Michigan, if healthy, I think can make a run. Yeah, they've got but some great they, shooters. They have one of their guys down, like they do right now. They struggle. I don't. I yeah. don't get it. I don't get it. But because they can get dangerous from the perimeter, uh, Indiana. If they get in, no. I mean, Devontae would have to turn into Carson from last year. I don't even know if that'd be enough. If if Purdue gets in, no. Is Purdue gonna, I'm. 
Uh, just get, get past, just get past Thursday. Yeah, I'm just yeah. happy to be there. <laughs> yeah. Put us in the playing game. I don't care. Just yeah. in. That would be a success. I saw a debate. It was people were saying that if if uh, I think it was Hammer and Rails actually was was they had a, a group discussion that if Purdue got the playing game and lost, you can still consider that being is going to the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. I mean, it is the tournament. Field, I, mean, yeah. I wonder, I wonder how the money works for that. Cause I, um, I think it matters for the big 10, but like um, some of the smaller conferences, I'm just curious. Cause the way I, so the way like the money works or it used to was, it was like the number of games that your conference played. And then it like that, that year gives you like so many credits. And then it's like, um, it carries forward for like five years. And like, you just like drops off, like, Hmm. Like you've got like 10 and then it just like you get paid out for that one for like five years or something like that for TV. So I wonder if that play in game counts or not. Probably. I'd assume I would so. Assume so that would say that means stuff. that means it counts for the tournament then I would say. Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. So would you, is it, that might be a dumb question because I already know my answer and it's pretty obvious. Would you rather play the playing game and lose or win the NIT? Playing the playing game and lose. Yeah. That's my I don't yeah. care less about the NIT. <laughs> <laughs> I have a tough You're the 69th best team. But I have time uh, I mean, watching it. Um, you here, would I, go if, it, if we host again, Mackie. Would you go? I remember going. Uh, I went to the CBI game. I went to a CBI I, game. I, I went to awesome. a Butler. I went to a Butler CBI game, but I went to a Butler or a Purdue Notre Dame NIT game at Dang. Notre Dame. That was against Notre Dame. If they were yeah. to play Notre Dame, yeah. Dame, I'd go. Yeah, I went to the CBI Which game. Happen, there was like five thousand people there, maybe. And, yeah, it, it was awesome, uh, and it was awful. Yeah, and that was one of Matt Painter's. I, I just read this today. Matt Painter's lost um, nine non-conference home games in his career at Purdue. That was one of the nine. Can you guys name the other eight? Wofford. Yep. Villanova. Uh, yep. Texas. North yep. Florida. Yep. Or something. North Florida. You got four. Um, there's four more. Um, Duke. Yep. Three more. Three more non-conference games. Did we play Villanova at home? Like three years ago? Oh, sorry. Now I'm trying to remember who the third one was. I got two of them in my head. No, I, I got them all three. Um, <clears throat> I decided like, Wofford was my first choice. Just because that one sucked so badly. That one did suck. Come um, on, the top 10 Louisville team. Are, okay, out of the three, how many of them are, I guess, power five? Well, we won't because we don't play many other than the big the AC Big Ten ACC uh, challenge. None. Now none the Gavit games. Uh, um, two, two of them were in the same year, and the other one was that was a different year. Was one of them his first year? No. Good. Okay. Probably <laughs> not, that doesn't help me. Oh man, I'm gonna say like Iona or something like that. I don't know. I feel like we played them all. No. We played them, but it was in a tournament. Yeah, Lewis went off that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like out west. I was at Tanner's house. We were watching that game. Oh god, give me, give us a hint on any, on any one, one is a Big East team. A Big East team. One is a. God, I don't know what conference they're in. And. I don't even know. I don't know what conference the other two are in. Xavier did Xavier. Yes. Oh yeah. Sorry, I was at. Yeah, I was at that game. EJ uh, Bird literally shot like over twenty, and he, yep. if he just would have stopped shooting. I, was at yeah, that game I don't I remember guess. that at all. That was a home and home. 
Yeah. We lost with Robbie at Xavier. We were up like 19 and lost. Mm-hmm. Right, there, and was there was Xavier, Xavier students there who had a, a, a sign that had the score of like the last big run or like the last big lead Purdue had before Xavier came back and won. I remember that was annoying. Yep. Xavier. These other right. two are smaller teams. Oh, God. Can you give us the year? Not One of them was that exact same year that Purdue lost to Xavier. Oh, God. We were bad that year. Um, that was so that was 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. And the other one was 14, 15. That's that's your last hit. Okay. Because North Florida wasn't the only team to knock them off in 14. Right. 15. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. It was looking uh, bleak. For yeah. I was right before, right, right, was right before I left for study abroad. I was like, man, I'm going yeah, to miss this crappy Big Ten season. I, the- I was going to say, I, th- I think I came for that North Florida game and stayed with you, Tanner. I think you did. Yeah. I cannot remember. Gardner Webb was oh, oh, yeah. North Florida. I mean, Purdue lost three home games that year North Florida, Gardner Webb, and Maryland. Yep. Um, I was and then Maryland game. in the 12 13, it was a season opener against Bucknell. That's oh, that's right. Bird had a look at the buzzer to win, and he missed. Season over, DJ Bird. I feel bad, but I got irrationally mad at the buzzer. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I got very irrationally mad at that game. I was not happy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, only nine. That that surprised me. And then I forget his Big Ten record. It's it's still really good. Um, Yep. Uh, any other thoughts before we switch and talk a little football or rec- recruiting then football? Football. I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to get excited for March, but it's just kind of a little. This is hard this year, kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying. I'm, to, oh. I, honestly, like I, it's it, it'd be nice to watch a tournament without having any stress in my life whatsoever. But then I just don't enjoy. Yeah, it it's not as fun. It's not as fun. I want to be like uh, Michigan State and make it every year. Yeah. I want to. I want to get that reputation. I mean, it's you know, but but because really, not that hard to make the tournament. I feel like just take your no, game. No. Be, be average. Be average. Yeah, in the yeah. as, as Painter kind of has, has alluded to, is you know we've got so many opportunities and oh, we've done it to ourselves. I mean, oh yeah. I guess what what games would you guys if you could have? What do you think? If we had two games back, it'd be we'd be pretty locked in. Give me a. Give me Texas and Florida State, and they're in. Yep, I'd say Florida State and Mark. I say Florida State and Marquette. Because even that Nebraska one, as bad as it sucked, I'd rather have one of those big, good wins than that. The Florida State one for sure, and then yeah, Marquette or Texas. I don't really. I feel like yeah, it was that. Or if Trey doesn't get blocked or miss that footer, we win. Yeah, I just keep thinking of more of the non-con because we had so many great non-conference games and yeah, and. And like the Big Ten, Purdue is like, yeah, like there's the Michigan game, that Nebraska game, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Oh. But really, after after how some of those non-conference games went, if and Purdue still has a chance to go ten and ten, which really it, is not that bad. Yeah, we've only had one win we shouldn't have had. That was Northwestern. Really, we haven't had any other <laughs> like, oh, we didn't deserve that this year. Yeah. Really, maybe Minnesota, maybe, yeah, to a to an extent, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, Webby, you want to fill everybody in on some potential recruiting news? Yeah, we had uh, for the Indiana game, which was weird. That was a 
an official visit on a Thursday. I'm not sure how that worked. Well, um, weekend, I believe, or maybe so. It's because Brian from Golden Black Talk said, like yesterday, so I'm wondering if so, like an official coming on Friday and stay until Sunday. Someone said they're 48 hours, so it started okay. Thursday night and went into Saturday. Then I oh, think. Makes sense. But yeah, yeah, we had a number 13th ranked player in the nation from Texas, from the Dallas, Texas area. Uh, Harrison Ingram. Honestly, it was a player I know we've been involved in for a while, and then I didn't hear anything about him for a long time. I thought maybe we, we were just out, just kind of how it goes. Some with those with a player of that caliber. Um, he gave a really glowing review of, of his visit, and and as I mean, if you're not a subscriber to Golden Black Illustrated, I suggest you do that now because Brian Newbert has a mm-hmm. lot of great stuff on there. And I don't it's worth your money thunder. every month. Yeah. Um, I don't want to steal his thunder, but he gave a really good review. I know Mason Gillis and Brandon Newman were his hosts, uh, which is really cool. Um, it's yeah. So what player in there? So the one thing. So yeah. So he's I think Purdue, Stanford is what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Then like Kansas, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. off from North Carolina. I know Tech or Kansas is recruiting him, but yeah, it sounds like a lot before it was Stanford was the, was the team, which was kind of speaks to I feel like the type of kid he is. He's probably sounds like he's a super smart kid. Um, I know he, the, there's a Purdue connection because a family friend of his is uh, I think the guy's last name was Thompson. I feel like he was the CEO of McDonald's for he a was, while. You're right. Yeah, yep. and he he's like really a family friends with them, and so I feel like he I think he from what I've read he's just kind of always kind of gave a you know good publicity for Purdue to the to the Ingram family, and I feel like just from this the way that the kid's family is and operates, it's it would be a naturally good fit. Um, but it's kind of one of, again one of those things where it's going to be it's going to be a that, it's going to yeah. be any time it's not not going to be over yeah. anytime soon. I mean, yeah. he's a, with the new rules, you know, juniors can take five official visits. So he has potential to take 10 separate official visits to 10 different schools. So you never know how these play out. I mean, we saw um, with Hunter Dickinson where he took his five, he took one in his junior year and we were hoping to get one his senior year, but he took official mm-hmm. visits to senior year to schools. He hadn't gone to his junior year. And I feel like maybe we would have gotten an official visit. Maybe that would have helped. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're sitting pretty now, but we got a long way to go. We, we've seen this play out a lot where yeah. we're in good with a kid early, and then for some reason they just find something in their opinion better. Well, and especially with like this five, like a five star who can probably go to any school You're and right. play basketball he wants to. I will say, I think Carson Edwards being from Texas and getting that exposure mm-hmm. probably helps a yep. little bit. Yeah. Hope you hope. Um, but he's like six seven. I haven't watched a ton of film on him. I've watched him with some highlights. But it's, I feel like with kids of that caliber in high school, it's hard to truly judge because all they do is drive, which is yeah, great. Right. But it's like, I want to, I want to know how this kid can shoot because that's I want someone mm-hmm. who can shoot. Um, I feel like he probably can. Um, but I mean, he would obviously be massive be because you're probably looking at unless someone leaves again i hope no one does you're probably looking at a two-person class for 2021 and we're in really good with him um trey kaufman down at down out of Salisbury, which supposedly hopefully fingers crossed with indiana's commitment of christian lander who just be a cancer that locker room christian just do what you, do mm-hmm. what you can i'm um, supposed mm-hmm. they don't get along they were aau teammates so hopefully that for a five-star the kid can't shoot a lick so what? I've heard for a five-star prospect, Christian Lander can't shoot a lick. Really? Except for he can sweet. shoot decently. But, um, 
Yeah, that's fine. Um, From an IU fan, it was that game. No, it was, it was a guy. No, I'm asking why they heard that it was oh, on Twitter, but, you know, which but, might but have been the guy cool told me that comment or comment was a commentator when Evansville Wrights played against Carmel and Carmel beat him 67-37. So Carmel maybe walked that the night. floor with them. So that's a problem with with kids from down south. Is the competition is so bad? Mm-hmm. Some of those, which I mean, uh, Christian Lane's a great player. I know that. Sure, I'm not, yeah. Um, but it's like some of those kids. I think it was even Dockage even said that. Um, and and when after Lander committee goes, probably no one since Damon Bailey has a kid come out of Southern Indiana, and you know been great. I mean, you had someone like Jordy Holes who was considered great uh, down there, and he he had a decent career at Indiana. Obviously, had the Romeo Langford thing, which he was the next coming of Damon Bailey in terms of the phenomenon, and he, you know. He had a good college career. I mean, it was a good season. It was an okay season. Yeah, I mean, he had a great, you know, pre-Big Ten season then. Yeah. But, um, so it's just the competition down there is nothing compared to um, where Andrew and I live, you know, in the Indianapolis area where you just got so many. You know, something that like Trace Jackson Davis would have played in last year in the MIC, and that is a stupid conference and a stupid sectional. I don't know how anybody doesn't mm-hmm. want to stay coming out of that sectional. Um because the stupid was, sectional pairs the number one and two team in the state in the first round. Yeah. First game. Yeah. yeah. Dumb. But um but yes, you know, he's from Salisbury, which again is a I suppose I've heard that I've read that his mom's like an IU fan and his dad's a, a Louisville fan talking about Kaufman. So we'll see. Or I mean he's kind of in that trifecta of Indiana, Kentucky, Louisville, and you throw in yeah. Xavier there in too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not far from Cincy. At least yeah. I don't mind going against Xavier anymore. I used to hate it when Mac was there and Sean Miller. And Mac is a little crooked, I think. Sean Miller. Well, yeah. now he's at Louisville. Yeah. Yeah, Mata. that's true. Yeah. yeah. Now we're going to see we're conference. Now, um, now they got Travis Steele, right? Yep. I couldn't have told you he's coaching the up. And that's but, yeah. Butler guy. Ah. He's a Butler assistant, I think. Yeah. But you're going to go with him. Uh, you're in pretty well, supposedly with Max Christie, shooting guard out of the Chicagoland area, the suburbs. Another five star, you know. Supposedly he was super high on Duke, but you got like the fact that, you know, when Duke offered him, he didn't commit right away. So maybe he's, you know, really taking his time and supposedly he wants to be a pilot. So there's that. Pretty got a pretty good pilot program. Um, you know, if you're in, supposedly we should get an official out of Chet Holmgren, who's like the number three player in the nation, seven foot power forward. Wait. Wait, did you say we should get a visit? Supposedly that's been a talk for a long time that Purdue's going to get a visit. I know, I know he's got like family connections or something, and he's been interested to talk yeah, about I, Purdue, but I, I haven't heard much. Talk about for a long time about we might get an official out of him. Maybe that could be he's a the seven. Thing. He's the seven footer who crossed over Steph. Yeah, Steph Curry at a he's summer a seven, camp he's and like a seven, yeah, something seven three. A but he won't. Yeah. he's not going to be a center because it's just not his position. He's more of a power forward. Um, it'd be great to get an official out of him. That'd be cool. Um, and then obviously you've got Caleb first out of Fort Wayne, who's a top 40 prospect, um, a, a national type prospect. You're probably looking at, you know, Purdue, Indiana, Michigan State, Ohio State really is the big Virginia for Virginia. Yeah. I forgot about Virginia. Those are probably the big five with him. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the fact that, you know, five-star kid comes in and gives a, I mean, I think and Brian said it was, kind of a, it was more than usual. I can't remember the exact terminology he used. I suggest everyone go read his article yeah. if you can. On yeah, Google we don't Black, want to take but a, pre, a very, very good glowing review of Purdue. And uh, he's, I mean, trust me, hope. Did uh, I believe? Did he unofficially visit like this summer? Like, did he come? Mm-hmm. This is, is this the second he, time he's been to Purdue? Or third current, second, yeah, at least. Purdue, which I mean, a lot of times we look at these kids and you know, actions speak louder than words. So, I mean, like it's something you hope something like, like with Caleb first, for example, he's been to campus, you know, plenty of times you hope, you but know, that, 
there's He's a difference for him driving Fort Wayne to right, West Lafayette yeah. versus yeah. Texas to West <laughs> Lafayette. Kind of, they're talking about like with the whole Malik Clark, you know, recruitment when he came down to Westfield, uh, north of Indianapolis for an uh, EYBL tournament for basketball. He took, you know, the couple hour break he had and went and came up to Purdue for a visit. And it was kind of like, okay, it's kind of to hang out with the guys and just chill. Like, mm-hmm. hey, that, that that does a lot, you know, compared mm-hmm. to just what he was saying. Oh, I just want to go, you know, hang out with guys and. You know, get a chance to talk to them more. It's like, See the school for the tenth time. I right, just need to. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully we have some of these kids. Yeah. And he was Harrison Ingram was wearing a pretty sweatshirt when he came out and sat in the bench or sat in yeah. the stands. Now I was talking to Tanner at halftime. He was probably wearing like a a blue or a red shirt when he showed up, and they said, "No, you can't wear that." When yeah. Uh, for a blackout. So no, I bet, I bet, I bet they, I bet he was smart enough and not wearing red. I, I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. But. I know his uh his school colors are like blue and yellow, so maybe they. I don't know. Yeah, but exciting yeah, so stuff. We'll exciting keep stuff. tabs on and, that. Uh, another recruiting note: um, Purdue signing Ethan Morton. His uh, high school team won the Western Pennsylvania Interscholastic Athletic something title, which is a apparently really big deal out there. So, congrats to him, and hopefully, his thing Boyle Sports posted with some foreshadowing when they showed the picture of him being mobbed by his teammates after winning a championship. Hopefully, uh see that in the excited to get him on campus now. and yeah. and he and like in all of those games he hit like clutch layups yeah. or mid-range jumpers the game was the only game where it wasn't like down to the wire they went yeah they went up went about 11 but yeah their quarterfinal and semifinal games were were tight games and he had nope. some, some like he hit so. like a like a lay like buzzer beater layups or free throws at the very end mm-hmm. to, to go ahead and win it yeah yep nice to see yep. excited to get him and ivy and Edie, all three of them on campus mm-hmm. Uh, spring practice underway. Purdue's got three practices under That's their crazy. belt. Um, I think they are done for the open public practices already. They changed it from the past, which pretty much every practice was open to the public. This year, I, there was only two or three. Um, but smart. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, there's pros and cons. I, I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe it's yeah. new defense, new system. I, mean, I, I have get, no idea. I, mean, I, I get the first year, especially new coaching change. You yeah. want to get people excited. Get the yeah. excitement. Yeah, and it's like okay, it's, you've seen it. Like, yeah, <laughs> we're trying to get down to business. It's not you know, no. it's not all just for show anymore. It's we. This is kind of a big. This is a big year. Yeah, yeah. And it was weird. Like back in twelve and thirteen, like under Danny Hope, practices were never open to the public mm-hmm. ever. But then when Hazel came in, spring practices were open. The public. So it, it was just re- re- it was really weird. Um, mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you're used to like nobody being around, and then literally they're just mm-hmm. fans right next to you when you're setting up a drill. You're like, what? Mm-hmm. What? No. <laughs> but but yeah. So it's every program kind of treats it differently. But all um, reports have been pretty fun to read so mm-hmm. far. Pretty encouraging. Yeah, and that's what's uh, disappointing. They're not going to get those anymore. It's not yeah. open. Oh well. Yeah, that's true. He, he'll yeah, only be able to get a little bit. Interviews. He'll get yeah. the interviews after probably, but, but he won't be able to watch anything. Yeah, yet. it'll just be like your normal practice reports, like so-and-so was out there at the beginning, blah, 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 blah. But that sounds like uh, no number four, Rondell Moore is back to looking like Rondell Moore. Uh, yeah. Him doing the, I think it was on Hodges. Hodges. I guarantee you he got to talk to him never again. I guarantee you there. Don't oh, do yeah. that anymore. Yeah, or he caught a ball. Over was it Mackey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he whooped him. He, yes, <laughs> yeah, and that's what Hodges even posted. He's like, "Oh yeah, Mackey won't post this, so I have to." Yeah, yeah. and then he does a <laughs> backflip back in the end zone. Yeah, God, which is like, okay, he's feeling great, but don't do that anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah, he looked pretty good. 
Yeah. <laughs> he looked good. Uh, Malik Carr, man. Looking out for seats. Yeah, that, he's big. Big. <laughs> He, he said, uh, I saw him tweet, he kind of wants to change his number to zero now that the new rule is allowing <laughs> um, allowing players to wear zero. I assume that it will be for skill position. It's going to be really weird. I want him to wear X, just like uh, <laughs> like from um, the longest <laughs> yard. Yeah. yeah, when Goldberg um, was the X, I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 He is big for a freshman yeah. that should be in high school. He's a big boy. Um Marcellus Moore, I know he's not with the football program right now. He's running track, but every week he's doing something awesome on the track. Like the I just yeah, we, like, we got to find a way to get the ball in his ready. hand. He's got to yeah. be a returner. Um, oh, and yeah. and who would you trust more than Jeff Brom to figure out how best to use that? <laughs> exactly, use a offensive weapon. Exactly. Like, what was Wandell Robinson thinking? Like, what? How much fun would he have been last year in Jeff Brom? Yeah, we'll get him week one. So, Carloftis, yeah. um, they say, is looking bigger and stronger and looking like a young yeah, Kerrigan. Scary. Love that. Love yeah. that. I mean, you think about it too. I mean, he's a, he's young for his yeah. class. I've and he, so he and he's only played football for like four yeah. years or something before Purdue. Like, yeah, yeah. freak. But. Yeah. Uh, yeah, quarterback competition sounds like they're both looking sharp, and I don't expect anything to be resolved till fall camp. That's how it no. should be. Let them let them have a nice. I, and and I think they're both going to play. Yeah, really. I yeah. think it's going to be like I think it's going to be like Blouse and Lar the last two well, years. And when I think literally, you got to go back to Jolie Elliott in 09, the last time Purdue had one quarterback start every game, yeah. the same one, like because of without getting hurt, Purdue just doesn't have guys stay healthy. So, but uh, it also really excited me that uh, one of Dean Hart's uh, Dean Hart's uh, ten points. He just put TJ Sheffield, yeah, as a tenth point. I mean, he must be. They, they were glowing about him last year in practice before he got hurt. So, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what wide receivers get on the field because you can't get them all on the field. No. I mean, somebody's gonna get lost in the shuffle, and and some red shirts will be handed out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, done that. I don't know how many four-star wide receivers Purdue have now, like eight. Gosh, they got a lot. Um, um well, the other thing that I that I was happy about, Demarcus Mitchell, the JUCO linebacker who's just massive. He's like six four, like two hundred and sixty-five pounds. It's then like I've watched the interviews, like Derek Barnes. I said he's just a really good athlete too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which Purdue he needs to be an anchor like Juwan Bentley, I feel like mm-hmm. because, running the three four. Yep. Yeah. Which, of course, according to Diaco, he did, I don't think he liked that when somebody asked about 3-4. He goes, oh, we run some three-down sets, some four-down mm-hmm. sets. So he's an interesting guy, to say the least. It seems like a likable guy, but polar opposite from Nicole. Really different. <laughs> really different. He's, his, uh, interview, his interview was, yeah, you It was like the first two minutes. I was just kind of, my jaw was kind of open. Like, <laughs> what is he saying? But I couldn't look away because we got to teach him their mind, their soul. Yeah, spirit or whatever. Like, what talking about, but and, yeah, because he he is so like, and his his interview is so like soft spoken. Yeah, versus Nick Holt was just like, oh my god, he's gonna like run through a brick wall and then like eat the bricks or something <laughs> like after. And... Yeah, <laughs> so uh, I don't know. It'll be fun to follow the reports throughout the spring, and I mean, heck, the spring games about a month away on the yep. April fourth. April second. Yeah, fourth second. Yeah, isn't it fourth or second? I don't know. I thought it was second. No, uh, whatever that Saturday is, I could be way off. Let's look. Fourth. It's the fourth. The fourth. Because yep. they're having that event on the third, on the Friday night, and then the fourth is the game. What's on the third? Isn't there some event, some football event on the third? Mm-hmm. I thought we talked about it like a week or two. We might have. 
I don't know. It's been I've, I've slept a couple times since then. Yeah. But but no, all, all reports so far are good. So um, David Bell, Jack Nanthrop are not participating in spring uh, ball due to off-season surgeries. David Bell had a sh- shoulder surgery. I think Anthrop's was leg, I think. But they both played through injuries all year long. So just thinking about getting healthy David Bell and healthy Rondell Moore on the field at the same time just yeah. makes me excited. Sounds like the quarterback Plus, excited too. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Which yep. like which speaking of, I, I don't know, March seventh, there's a I think he I don't know if he's ranked because he's too young, like a twenty twenty two quarterback yeah. from mm-hmm. Columbus. From Indiana. Yeah, Columbus, Indiana, something like that. No, I don't I, I saw it was, was a from, town I, never, I was not familiar I with. Never oh. town. But a lot of guys on the like, board said they've watched him and he's really, really good. I've got it right here. He is from oh come on. He is from Fort, Fort Branch. Branch. Oh yeah. it's, okay, looking on the map. It's actually never, north. Oh. Never heard of it. Mm-mm. Is it it's, like uh, east? So never mind, not north. Never mind. It's like Evansville. <laughs> No, it, it looked on like they think the picture just so like Indianapolis and it showed like the red north dot and it was up above. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's like north, and that's weird. He knows no, numbers. That's all he needs to know. He doesn't need yeah, to know. Like Evansville. Yeah, it's March. It's March first. Come on, yeah, this is March. Give me a couple slacks. Give me some slack. <laughs> Give me some slacks. Oh uh, yeah, we have fun here. Um, but no, it's it's all good. Uh, and, and 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 last but not least, I want to uh, Bryson Hopkins had a really good. Pro yeah, day or a combine, not pro day. Combine ran this tied for second fastest forty. I had the fourth most reps in the bench press. I don't know where his cone grill or his uh, vertical ranked, but I, I think he did well. I think he was between like five and like ten for pretty much everything. Like overall, except- I would think if he has a good pro day, I think he's second to third round pick. So yeah, cool. Uh, Marcus Bailey. I didn't still not, he was not cleared. He said okay. his ACL is not cleared, so he didn't do any. Didn't do the forty okay. or any of the shuttle, the cones. But he will do that at the pro day, which is April, early April. I think. Yeah, I knew he interviewed really well, of course, with the media. Yeah. But I didn't know what else he was doing. And so. and he measured. I, I think he measured a little small, like six foot, like two thirty five. I'm actually surprised he's six foot. I yeah, thought he might be five eleven. I think he was like six foot and a half or yeah. something. Yeah. And like 235, but then like not great on the bench. I think he was like 22nd out of 27 or something there. So, so one mock had him going to the Broncos like in the fifth round. I was like, no, I, 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 I can get on board with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see him doing, I could see him being okay just because, I mean, he is just smart. Just, Sad Mooney said he was 22 yeah, out of 27 on the bench. Yeah. 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 Did you guys see that punter? Yeah. Did more reps than any of the tight ends. No, and he, <laughs> there was a punter that bench more reps than any of the tight ends. And didn't he run? Didn't he run like a four seven or something? Yeah, I I, I, I need to look it up because he was. I'm like, why is he yeah. doing all this stuff? But I guess he's just proving <laughs> like he's athletic. Um, but one guy who did why, not. One guy who did. Go for it. Go ahead. <laughs> one guy who did not have a good combine from the Big Ten was AJ Epineza from yeah. Iowa. He ran a five point one forty. Five. That's what that lineman ran. Who's like three hundred and forty pounds. Yeah, ran. and his bench wasn't very good. His cones weren't good. He just—they were saying, you know, it's early in the combine. You got pretty, but they were saying he might have dropped into the second round. Wow. So here, here you go. There's uh, 
So Michael Turk from Arizona State, the punter. Why was there a punter at the combine? I didn't even know they had punters. Was there specialists? Like I, I didn't either. Usually they do that, they do that pro day. Was that the pro? Or was that the combine? So, uh, so yeah, he did twenty five reps. Um, Jadavion Clowney only did twenty one. Oh um, Frank Clark. Frank Clark did nineteen. Uh, Michael Bennett twenty four. That's just like historical. But yeah, I think like twenty. So Hopkins did twenty one. I think yeah. twenty three or twenty four was the tight ends. Yeah. I thought he ran. I thought he ran pretty well too. That's funny. Maybe not. I or they were just talking about it while he ran. <laughs> I never actually. You know, he's coming out early. He didn't. He's he's only he redshirted. He punted for two years and he's leaving now. <laughs> oh, that's that's great. What Will a great story. Get, yeah. <laughs> oh man, XFL. I see it right now. XFL next year. They're gonna hype him up. Have you guys watched any XFL? I have nope. not watched more than like 30 I've seconds. watched a little bit here and there, but not much. It's just horrible timing. Yeah, it's bad. February, March, it's basketball season. It's it's weird because the ratings are going down, but the attendance is going up, especially in St. Louis. They had a strong attendance again either today or yesterday. Yesterday, I believe it was. Yesterday, yeah. yeah. Exactly. We were at a friend's they're missing house. having a yeah. football team, so they just want a team. Yeah. So, yep. I, I mean, if there was one in Indy and I had nothing to do, I'd go. Yeah, uh, I have no I, idea what. I have a call roommate who's been to one, if not two games, and he, he loved it. He thought he said it was a great time. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just it's just hard for me to get into. But what do you guys? I like. I kind of like the kickoff new. Kickoff. I like the kickoff yeah. rule. I yeah. think the ball looks sweet. I love seeing the spiral in the air with the yeah. colors. That's uh-huh. cool. But they got a few good rules that I like. I might even think the extra point thing's interesting. One, two, or three, mm-hmm. or something. Right? You go over yeah. ten yard line, twenty or thirty. Mm-hmm. So, but. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, yeah. Anything else to wrap it up? Gotta beat our, our most hated rival. Iowa. <laughs> yep. Make Fran get red in the face. That will be hard. No. Maybe we'll shoot lights out like we did two years ago at Iowa. And hit twenty threes. Mike Eads on the game, I will be content because Eads is the God. worst. He's 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 the worst. I Bo's the just trying to be the Armand new TV Franklin Teddy. Drove for one for Eads was behind the play. That's not even his call. He was behind the play. Armand just tripped, tripped on his own feet. And the ball oh, yeah. About as bad as Bill Borowski last year in the tournament against Virginia. Sorry to bring that one up again. But when he made a call, he overturned a ref across the court, which he was, again, behind the play to overturn an out-of-bounds call that would have gone pretty uh, – I forgot he ref that game. Can we, yep. can, we talk, can we talk about the flagrant that Boudreaux got? <sighs> So I understand the foul. Like he, well, he, he threw it high. Rip. He threw he it totally high. tripped and he like grabbed. It was like, yeah, inadvertent. Like doesn't like, like I know like contact to the head, but like, I don't know if I meant like two weeks ago, a week ago, Jordan Tucker got is literally for Butler elbowed in the face and lost a tooth. No foul called. They reviewed it. No flagrant. I don't literally got elbowed in the face. Tooth knocked out. I don't. I don't. I feel like the hook and holds are hardly ever called anymore. Yeah, yeah and like they haven't called flopping. I haven't seen a flop since like November. No. Well, then you had Sasha take a charge, and that call came in like ten seconds after he did. Yeah, it. he yeah. he waited till he missed the shot. It literally yeah. hit the backboard, yeah. and Matt Harms had the ball, and he called yep. it. He's, yep. he's my least favorite ref in the Big Ten. I'm not shy about saying that. I don't really like Browski either. I don't like the tall bald guy, but. Yeah. I do. I I have not liked Eads for the last two or three years, and it's getting worse and worse and worse for me. I can't stand. It. Didn't we talk about this? You, 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 I guess I'm out. I don't like you. 
You only know the names of the refs that are bad. Mm-hmm. The problem is that they, they don't, not considered bad because, I mean, Borowski was, was I mean, Elite Eight game. Uh, he might have done the Final Four game. The dude couldn't ref for a whole year because he was betting on games right. years ago. Yeah. It, I feel like he just he, – he wants all attention on him like TV Teddy yeah. used to. Yeah. That uh, I was saying with my my sister and I went to the game together, and she was like, "You're just really loud." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I thought I was losing my voice at halftime, but it, I didn't yeah. lose it. Yeah, yeah, Mikey Bobrowski, not friend, not friend of the pod. No. Yeah, football. I couldn't tell you any ref's name. No, I know a couple of them, like I can recognize their face, like yeah. the field judge, but I can't tell you any any other yeah. name. Even in the NFL anymore, I can't. Not mm. Serator is not there anymore. And I like Serator a lot. Well, I, really I don't like know if Hockley, Hockley might still be doing games. I'm not sure. Yeah. Serator is one of the few that I, I knew his name and I liked. I, I, didn't, mind, I didn't mind Hockley. Serator also did college basketball, too. Yeah, so yeah he was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hockley. Yeah. Yeah. Is he the one with the guns? They always yeah, talk about another, him. might be a ref now, too, because there's another. Ed, there's Ed. There's like Ed, Ed Hockley. The guy that was like popping. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep, and then there's one that I always refer to him as the golfer Kenny Perry, because he looks like Kenny Perry in the face. And did you wear a visor? No, but he looks transition like, lenses. He actually did the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Huh. So, yep, I don't. You pay way more attention to refs than I do. I couldn't tell you. Don't like them. Nope. You could probably tell me umpires on MLB. I can't no. tell you, Jack. I just knew the one, the one. I'm not sure one. Angel. Yeah, Angel. No. Big. Oh uh, God, what was his name? West. B- yeah, West. Joe West. West. Yeah. yeah, that's the one I can remember. But, yeah. yep, I don't have anything else. Up, uh, nope. great win over the well, ugly, but great win over the Hoosiers. Uh, Wins a so win. Let's get the bucket back from them in November, so their fans that can't say anything because some of them are saying that now. At least we have the bucket. Yeah. Uh, can't say anything, but they at least probably going to the tournament. I mean, that's what all they got right now. But yeah, we'll see. So, so they can so they can get smoked. But let's uh, boiler up, hammer down, beat the Hawkeyes and the Scarlet Knights. Boiler up.